0: Welcome fellow pilots and other podcast listeners to another episode of the Alaska Pilots Podcast. I'm your host, Strategic Communications Chairman David Campbell. And today we're going to do a relatively short podcast episode where we talk about what to expect in the tentative agreement process as we approach the voting and some of the other ways it will help to educate pilots about what is in the tentative agreement. To do that, I've got Will McQuillan, your MEC Chairman, Ronan O'Donoghue, your strategic planning chairman, and Drew Coyle, who is your strategic planning vice chairman. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me as always. Thanks, David. Thanks, David. Thanks a lot, David. And we'll start us off. How's this week been for you?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I think anybody would say that the the last few days since Friday have been fairly busy. And hopefully we've done a good and effective job of getting resources out to the pilots as quickly as we can. I know we'll touch on some of those resources and things that are available in timelines here in this recording. But uh, as I said on many podcasts, I I can speak to just how hard everybody's been working and how hard specifically the MEC and Negotiating Committee have uh, worked, we believe, to address the core concerns that pilots articulated in the tentative agreement both in terms of job security, uh, scope, training flexibility, reserve, in general, flexibility and the ability to get a productive schedule or simply to have more time off. And uh, now, here we are, I guess, however many days later with a little bit of bandwidth. I had a moment since the MEC meeting, wanna fill you in on the timelines and what we've been working on behind the scenes so that pilots know what to expect in the weeks ahead.
0: Okay, thanks, Will. I know one of the things that the pilots are really anxious to receive is the full language of the tentative agreement and while the executive summary does a good job of explaining what's in the tentative agreement it's really needed to look at the actual language i know a lot of people want to see that so ronan can you fill us in on where that process is and when pilots might expect that
2: yeah thanks david that's the most common thing now i'm hearing in the last i said the last 24 hours is and then you know people are really anxious to get their hands on the full language and to make sure that they can read through, um, to understand exactly what the intent is by certain sections that were released in the executive summary. So this has been recorded on Wednesday. Um, just talked to Gruner, just literally right before this podcast. And Chris is still in there and they're basically dot, dot and I's and cross and T's. So the good news is barring any unforeseen hangups, the TA language will be out on Friday. I want to make sure that people recognize that this isn't a full right. The NC wrote the language. As they went along, but this is just purely administrative to make sure that it is exactly the way that it was intended and negotiated. So there's just some final checks going on right now to make sure everything lines up and that nothing is unintentionally broken. We all know the uh, the importance of getting that language correct. So, yeah, no, that's it's coming, David, and it's it's critical, especially you know with the fact that we're opening a vote here pretty quickly that um, folks actually have their in their hands and the ability to. Uh, to read through it and understand it
1: yeah i'll put a point on that Ronan. since i'm a little bit closer to the process to your point yes full language written drafted as we went Uh, the engine constructed but uh, to use that analogy we used before as you drop it into the car kind of the existing CBA and you thread everything else together, it does require a pretty comprehensive cross check. And I'm learning as I go here as a a witness to this from uh, everybody to make sure that everything cross references checks, but there's not a rewrite of the language or anything else like that. There's nothing changing from what was conveyed in the bullet points. It's literally making sure that everything threads together and all the, uh, to strain the analogy, the hoses and everything else are, are hooked up properly.
0: Yeah. It's important to get that done right rather than quickly. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to use the same um, thing that I've been saying for a long time is get it right and get it done. It's it's important that the pilots get it out and they will have it in their hands well before the first roadshow. So Friday would give you, what, four days to make sure they can go through it and have access to their reps and to everybody else that they want to understand it. But the unintended consequences of having language that's not clear is more dangerous to me than having it out sooner. It's just we can't rush this. And there's no way you know the thing did drop only last friday so to have that out within one week and this it literally the pilots literally got the executive summary within what four hours three hours of the mec vote so making sure that this is correct is of the absolute utmost importance and i'm sure every pilot that's listening to this right now knows the value of well-written language
0: ronan as you just mentioned the road show let's flesh that out a little bit about what Pilots can expect at roadshows and when and where they'll be. So, Drew, I know you've done a lot of work to prep that. Could you fill us in?
3: Sure, David. So, as Ronan just mentioned, next week we're going to begin the roadshow process. And as promised, we are going to be at every base at least once with at least one event so that we can get out in front of the pilots and allow them to ask the questions that they've formulated to the negotiating committee, the officers a lot of our subject matter experts that were there in the room crafting language alongside the negotiating committee. That way, any of those lingering questions that you have from either reading through an executive summary or as the TA language is placed in your hands, you're able to jot those questions down, bring them to the roadshow and have them answered. I'll just kind of run through what the general schedule looks like. And these are hung on alaskapilots.org. Essentially, we're gonna start in Seattle on the 4th of October, so that's Tuesday. And each one of these road shows will be several hours long, and we want it to be long enough to make sure that every pilot who shows up has plenty of time to engage in conversation and have their questions answered. After Seattle, we'll head down to San Francisco on the 6th, Los Angeles on the 7th of October, back up to Seattle on the 8th, down to Portland on the 10th, and finally up to Anchorage on October 12th. And in conjunction with each one of these road shows, which are going to be planned for the early evening time frame for each one of these, the following morning, we also want to do a coffee sit in each one of the airports with these bases. So that'll also provide ample opportunity for pilots to get in front of the exact same cadre of experts on the TA.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I'm glad you mentioned that the schedule is on the alaskapilots.org website. And I just want to send a quick little caution to pilots as you read that that's organized by city, not chronologically. So look for the city that you're interested in and that will give you the dates and, and locations for the actual events. And obviously we understand pilot schedules and there may be some people that cannot attend one of the road shows. There will be other ways to get questions answered and other ways to get the information that was contained in the road shows. And Drew, can you speak to that for a minute? Yeah, David, I think
3: there's a, a couple different ways that we are going to work to address this. I will start with the road show question first and We do plan to record one of these sessions so that pilots can at least observe, listen, and get some of their questions answered. Obviously not every single question that a pilot might have is gonna be covered in one particular roadshow versus another. So we still really wanna emphasize the importance of being there and actually showing up if you're able to because you'll you'll be able to get a lot more out of it and you can ensure that your questions are the ones being answered.
0: Yeah, and if people have questions What's the best way to get a question answered?
3: Well, we have several resources available for questions right now. I'll start with alaskapilots.org. We've coined this the hub for all your TA questions and needs. And on alaskapilots.org, you will see a tab down below that says, ask a question. Right now, those questions are being compiled and they're being sent off to the appropriate subject matter expert or the negotiating committee to be answered. As of right now, the plan will be to take those questions when they've been answered and put them in the frequently asked question section. So you should see those questions begin to populate after people have had the appropriate amount of time to review the question and have them answered.
0: And you mentioned the FAQ. There's also an FAQ button, which is already populated with several questions on a number of topics. So that's another good resource to go to.
3: Yeah, and we encourage everybody as you go through the executive summary and you're talking to your fellow pilots out on the line and questions do come up, please reference that. There is a high likelihood that some of the more specific questions uh, pertaining to the bigger changes throughout the contract may have already been answered there. So it's a great place to start. And then, of course, if your question hasn't been asked and answered in that particular format, we always want to encourage people to reach out to their reps. There's a very specific phone number that we did create for PBS questions and a subject matter expert in PBS will look at your question and get back to you as soon as they possibly can. And I know that right now they're being able to turn those callback times very quickly. The phone number, and I want everybody to take just a minute, maybe press pause, grab your pencil and jot this down. As you have questions that come out pertaining specifically to PBS, the phone number is one 833-252-7271. It's also 833-ALA-PBS1 for those of you who will remember it that way.
0: Ronan, would you talk about the timing of the roadshow and the vote ballot open period? Some have noted, and rightly so, that they're very close. In fact, the voting opens the day before the roadshow, how and why was that decision made?
2: Yeah, thanks, Dave. That's a great question. I have gotten that quite a bit. The reason why the vote's opening on the 3rd and closing on the 17th is because every two years, OPA National does a board of directors meeting. And this year, it actually falls the 17th through the 20th. So the reason we put the vote on the 3rd through the 17th is because we wanted to make sure that all of the pilots had access to their reps and to essential committee members so sure their questions need to be answered before they cast their vote. Obviously it's critical and that's our top priority is to make sure that we're paying attention during the um, ratification process and that people have full access to their reps. The board of directors meeting opens then for four days and at that point, then this thing will be closed and guys can go on and do what they need to do as regards to electing na- national officers and focusing on the other business. The question that I've been asked the most is what if I go to vote on Monday and I go to a road show on Wednesday and change my mind either way. And the simple answer to that is you can change your vote. It's on the website, alaskapilots.org. It's got a how to vote button. You follow that and it will take you to where you need to go and you can um, cast your initial vote, change your vote, do whatever you need to do. So we felt like it's appropriate to make sure that everybody had all of the assets they needed to do that.
0: Well, thank you, Ronan. Will, do you have any final thoughts before we close this out?
1: Yeah, I do. I appreciate that this is just a short update, but I do want to note that I know how much work has gone in in the last four or five days, and I hope that the pilots have found some of those resources that are available to them to be useful. I have absolutely appreciated the feedback that I've gotten over the last several days. So do the reps, both in support and those with questions and those with some really hard questions. As I've said in the opening remarks, we really did work very diligently to address your needs as identified over three years in the tentative agreement. But uh, as we've always said, and, and Chris isn't here to speak for himself, but I'll say it, the pilots will decide. Pilots will decide if we hit that mark. I do look forward to getting the language out to the pilots so they can take what that is along with the podcasts and see how it all threads together, as I say. Again, I do hope the pods find that these resources that we've been working diligently to get before them are useful, and I am committed to making sure that that uh, full language is out as well to augment those resources. As I've said so many times, a lot of what's in this TA is a system. It's just a comprehensive rewrite of so much of what was our contract and uh, hopefully Pilots will take the time to look at these resources, look at the full language, and decide how it all threads together to solve their problems. And I would ask also that that's critically important that pods do take. Take an extra three hours to familiarize yourself with podcasts, with the language, and educate yourself and come prepared at the roadshows to ask those really uh, critical questions that are important to you, important to your family. Because those three hours, I mean, this is a contract that potentially is going to impact you for three years. So make that investment of a few hours, and we look forward to seeing you at the road shows.
0: All right. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Drew and Ronan. Of course. Thank you, David.
3: Thanks for having us today,
0: David. Yeah, absolutely. I think I can speak for everybody. We look forward to seeing those of you who can make it to the road shows. We'll see you then. This has been another episode of the Alaska Pilots Podcast. I've been your host, Strategic Communications Chairman David Campbell.